I'm going to make this video with a little bit less preparation than I do with my normal videos because on YouTube, you kind of have to strike while the iron's hot. And I've been waiting to talk about this issue for months since it first happened. So there's a video on this issue that was made by Pro Jared, and I will link that in the description that gives you all the resource information, all the links that you might need to look at. And I'm going to leave it at that, and I'm going to leave this video fairly unedited as this will just be a commentary. But for those of you who have not heard, Pro Jared a few months ago was accused of some pretty big things that ended up ruining his YouTube career. This is all a part of, I guess they're calling it cancellation culture, where if, if you don't like somebody, you get to ruin their entire career, whether it's through the media or, you know, this is the big worry with MGTOW, is that we can't show our faces because we're worried that people will tell everybody at work who we are and then ruin our lives that way. So uh, I guess kind of in the same boat there. But basically... There were a couple allegations of pedophilia on Pro Jared, and there was an allegation of cheating. Now, the cheating allegation, I don't really care too much about that. It seems to be that his wife was kind of crazy, and he doesn't seem like he's that great of a person either. But that's not something that, that should destroy someone's life. You can cheat, cheat on your wife, or your wife can cheat on you, and they, they don't need to get murdered for it. Or they don't need to lose their ability to work forever. Uh, so that wasn't the big deal. The big deal with me were the pedophile allegations. Now, let's be clear. For those of you who have not watched Pro Jared's content at all, I've watched Pro Jared for a few years, so I'm quite familiar with his content. He makes video game content, which essentially can be marketed to children. And it is, which is perfectly fine. I think it's his, uh, his content is very, very child-friendly. He was on a TV show on Nickelodeon. I forget what the name of the show was, but it was a show about video games. He did like the first episode of it where he was like one of those newsreels where he's commenting on these new video game creators that are kids. And he seems to have very child-friendly content. The problem with this, and this is what I want to make the main issue of this video, is that if you're going to make child-appropriate content, you really should be somebody, especially in the age of the internet where everybody knows everything about you, you really should be somebody who's worthy of that content creation. Much like if I wouldn't trust you around my kids, I don't think you should be making content for kids. And it's it, this is kind of Pro Jared's tragic flaw, where his content's fine, and he's, um, he's certainly proven to me that he's not a pedophile, but his actions are still not that great. His actions are still very obviously stupid, and based on how dumb those actions were, you might almost say he was literally asking for allegations like this to happen. And maybe a bunch of years ago, before the internet was here and before the Me Too movement happened, this would be perfectly acceptable behavior. Certainly, he started this behavior before the Me Too thing happened. In fact, the allegations come from an era before Me Too. Now, for those of you who don't know, Pro Jared describes himself, I believe, as sex positive, which is... The kind of person who believes, you know, the, the European style where, like, nudity shouldn't be ashamed. We should all just be happy with our bodies. We're born naked. All animals are naked. And nudity is just great. And I may disagree with that. I think the the sexual repression has been a fairly good thing because it, it prevents sexuality around children, which, uh, as we've seen plenty of evidence in the current day, that sexuality around children fucks them up and pedophilia is wrong. Unfortunately, we live in an era where pedophilia is very, very well frowned upon. And thank God, because I, my suspicion is that that's not how it's been throughout all of our human history. 
Now, maybe within the past couple of hundred years, it's been like that. But I don't think for the past tens of thousands of years, uh, pedophilia was so well frowned upon as it is today. And that's kind of my my suspicion with the sex positive movement is it's a movement back towards the kind of beliefs that lead to pedophilia eventually. And if you're raising doubts on that, let me just point you to Jessica Yanoff or Jonathan Yanoff, who wanted to hold a sex positive party for 12 year olds where they would swim topless and no parents were allowed. Uh, very, very suspicious activity there. And that's kind of why in this situation, it was very easy to believe that pro Jared was guilty of pedophilia because he is doing very suspicious behavior. Again, he is a guy who makes content for children, but his activity outside of his content is not very child-friendly because he's taken a liking to exchanging news with his fan base. Now, maybe he's thinking back to the old days, certainly he's not a very young person, where, you know, you were a rock star and, of course, you were going to have sex with your fans. That's, that's what rock stars do, and that's why a lot of people get into bands is to create popularity, to create a power imbalance, so tons of women would come after them. But that's not the times that we live in right now. We live in a time where anybody can get popularity. And there's some great things about that, like YouTube channels like this can get popularity because of that, because there's no gatekeepers. But also, because there are no gatekeepers, any liar can get the opportunity to ruin someone's career. So you holding up public blogs and public forums where you exchange naked photos of yourself with other fans who exchange naked photos of themselves is a very, very bad idea. One, I mean, if you exchange a, a nude photo with a fan, pretty much guaranteed that nude photo is going to be everywhere. Like, I remember there was this old prank channel named Vi Vitality, I think. He was like a Russian guy or something. But he had been in a Bang Brothers porn, and everybody knew that he was in a Bang Brothers porno. And I'm sure one person found out because they happened to be browsing Pornhub one day. They saw it. They posted it to the world. And now everybody knows. So even if you exchange a nude photo of yourself with one person, they say, in extreme confidence, I will never share this photo, you can never really be sure. So giving out naked pictures of yourself is an extremely stupid idea for that reason. Second reason it's a really bad idea is because in the light of the Me Too movement, we basically determined that not everybody, but a lot of people will believe any story with no evidence. In fact, one of the people who gave an accusation of pedophilia said that he or she, I think he's a, a female to male transgendered. I'm not really entirely clear on that. But he or she said, I have no evidence. But people believed it. So let me just take a second to point this out. Do not do stupid shit like this. This is what MGTOW is about. It's about avoiding situations like this. And so certainly, if you're new to Red Pill or you're still on the fence about some of these issues, be very, very careful about your actions. And at the very least, do not do things that are obviously stupid like this. And I'll give you an example of my personal life, uh, because I, f I very well believe in Tom Likas's words of wisdom, which is, don't uh, fish off the company pier. And for those of you who don't know, I was a yoga teacher for about six years. And during that six-year period, I'm not going to pretend this happened every day. But every so often, I would be propositioned by a student. In fact, I had one student that basically said, she was a little bit older, but not so old that she was unattractive, but basically said she wanted to have sex with me in, in so many covert words. Like, it was an open invitation. But I've always kind of turned down things like that because it's a yoga class. Yoga is full of leftists, 
And it is a very, very easy path down to being falsely accused of something that you didn't do and an easy path to getting fired or worse, uh, a, a court trial based off something that you did not do. So I always avoided any sort of proposition that was given to me by a female. So if there's one important lesson that we can all learn from the pro-jared situation, it's that if you play stupid games, expect to win stupid prizes. If you put yourself in a situation where you are very vulnerable to a false allegation, like pro-jared did, expect to get falsely accused of something like pedophilia. And in the MGTOW universe and in the manosphere, in addition to things I've already said, I would, of course, extend that to pickup artistry. Pickup artistry is a very, very obviously stupid thing to do, especially if you, if you live in a blue state like California or New York. You are basically asking for a false allegation of sexual assault if you are a pickup artist. I might even extend that to pumping and dumping. Now, certainly that may still be possible. Uh, if you follow the Tom Likas plan, which is, you know, don't let her know where you live, don't tell her your real name, don't tell her any information about you. But honestly, why even bother with this stuff? I mean, there are so many different technological replacements that are, quite frankly, close enough that it's not worth putting all the time, effort, and energy into this that could be very well spent somewhere else more productive and more useful to your life. Now, before I get into the allegations, which I'm just going to quickly summarize, because this video is not really about that. I will say that ProJared did a pretty good video on defending himself, and I will leave that video in the description, and he leaves a lot of reference links in the description of his video, so if you really want to do a deep dive on this and, and really find out the truth on this, there's plenty of reference links that are outside of this video. But uh, for the sake of summarizing, for those who don't want to get too into it, basically the allegations are this. The allegations that you really have to worry about, or he had to really worry about, were two people who accused him of exchanging nudes with children. Now, the first allegation is a little bit hazy. As I, as I mentioned, the person was kind of a crazy person, and they had a bunch of different memory issues because they had a head injury from, I believe, a basketball accident. They fell on their knees, and when they fell on their knees, they smashed their face into the floor, and then the person goes in the locker room and then forgets six months of his or her life. Now, this raises a big question because some of the time period of that six months was the time period when this person said the, the nude exchange happened. So can we really believe you when you said you had head trauma and you, and you lost your memory during the time period where you alleged that Pro Jared sent you naked pictures of himself when you were a minor? Also, this person complained in a blog that he had some auditory and visual hallucinations and, and then some onset violent behavior, like he had to go to the hospital because he said, he told his parents, like, Mom, if, if you don't take me to the hospital, I'm going to kill you. So not a very mentally stable person. Plus, if you're having all these hallucinations, how do you even know that your whole thing with Pro Jared even happened? Not to mention that this person stated he or she had no evidence. The second one's pretty clear cut and easy to disprove. The accuser claimed that he had exchanged some news with Pro Jared, and he'd said to Pro Jared that he was under 18, and, and uh, Jared had full knowledge that the accuser was under 18. Well, it turns out that the messages that this accuser gave to media and to other people, and to, I believe, Game Grumps, were not the full interaction. Because if you go to the beginning of the interaction, Pro Jared clearly asked if the person is 18 plus 
before he continues the interaction. So there's pretty much not much more to say there unless there's some sort of rebuttal, which I highly doubt because the person who originally accused him, actually both people who accused him of pedophilia, have deleted their accusations. So they they look very, very guilty, and they're going to have a really big problem convincing me and other people that pro Jared actually did what he did after the fact. Now, there's one more accusation that was really not an accusation of sexual assault. What happened was is that some friend of Poe Jared's had posed nude in some type of magazine, may have been Playboy or something like that. And she said, well, he he went to a bunch of his friends and paraded around my nudity on this Playboy magazine or whatever it happened to be that she uh, did a magazine shoot for. Now, I, I don't certainly Pro Jared has had his uh, counter story that she had done some Bayonetta cosplay and he just was so happy that he knew who she was and she had this really fantastic Bayonetta cosplay. So she he showed all of his friends and his friends say that what she said didn't happen. I don't really care if he's lying about this. It doesn't really matter to me because even if he's if he's the person, the accusation is true. It's not that bad. You know, if you pose nude as a model, expect guys and their friends to look at you nude as a model. Here's another example of playing stupid games and winning stupid prizes. If you don't want people looking at you naked, don't take photos of yourself naked. It's pretty simple. And I had the same advice to celebrities. All these celebrities who are worried about their, their naked photos getting leaked, just don't take naked photos of yourself and you won't have a problem with them being leaked. And the last little bit of this for the accusation portion, you have to understand that these people are motivated to do certain things. That's why I say this is a stupid game to play to you know, exchange photos of yourself naked with your fans because at some point, if you interact with enough people, you're going to interact with someone who's nuts. And that person who is nuts may have all kinds of motivation to take you down. It seems to be in these cases of these false allegations kind of across the board that they do so because they get fame and notoriety. Because with those two people who were in uh, cahoots with each other, they were friends who falsely accused Progerit of pedophilia, they were massive, massive fans of gang grumps. And so it seems to be the case that their whole plan was to make up the story about Progerit, send it to gang grumps, and then become friends with the gang grumps or become recognized by gang grumps because of the accusations against Progerit. And it seems to me that they got exactly what they wanted. What they Their accusations against Pro Jared got them the fame and notoriety that they wanted. I believe it also got them some money from e-begging. So they got what they wanted. Now, in terms of my perspective, in terms of my approval, this is a game where everybody loses. All the players lose. Certainly, Pro Jared loses because the, despite the fact that he did not do anything illegal, he did things that were immoral because you have, you have a responsibility as a person who makes content for children, to kind of be an upstanding person. Now, if Tom Likas had a website or went onto Tumblr and he exchanged news with fans or he got nudes from fans who were over 18, I'd have no problem with it because it's Tom Likas. But because Pro Jared makes content for kids, you can't really do things like that outside of your content. It's really a despicable thing to do because people are going to find that out. So you have a certain moral standard you have to uphold if you're going to be responsible for making content for children. So if you don't want to take out that responsibility, then you shouldn't make content for kids. But on the Game Grumps side, they also they also lose in this situation too because I was a, a fairly big fan of Game Grumps back in 2014, maybe up to 2016 or so before I kind of just died off in their content. So I've watched a lot of Game Grumps. 
the fact that Game Grumps didn't really put any effort into getting the other side of the story that seemed to be they just kind of shut the doors and, and gave Pro Jared no chance to explain himself, at least on the accusations of pedophilia, and they just blanketly privated all the content that had Pro Jared in it, was a very, very bad decision. Because it's my thought that it's people's obligation to fight evil. If you want to live in a place where people don't get falsely accused or fucked up things don't happen, then when fucked up things do happen, you better stand up for the people who are being assailed. And it seems like Gang Rums not only did not do that, but they actually went out of their way to to close off their relationship with Pro Jared. And to be honest, Pro Jared kind of brought that onto himself with his past behavior, so he was a very, very easy person to not defend. But let me warn you, remember back to the days of Alex Jones, which weren't that long ago. Alex Jones was a very, very easy person to attack with all of his conspiracy theories, so he seemed to be kind of off the deep end to a lot of people, and he was very, very easy to not defend. Now, he got his entire social media presence erased. And they said, don't worry, it's just that crazy conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, it won't happen again. Six months later, Sargon of Akkad got banned from Patreon. And more recently with the whole thing with Vox and Steven Crowder, now everybody is on the grinder for getting their, their YouTube channel banned. I think the, the Akana class was banned uh, a couple days ago, and, and some other YouTube channels were banned a couple days ago for doing nothing wrong. So this whole behavior is going to escalate if we don't cut it off at the head when it first starts. So even though Pro Jared might not be the greatest person, the question should be not of his character. The question should be, did he uh, engage in pedophilia or not? And if the answer is no, then he should be absolved of the consequences that came from those accusations of being a pedophile. Certainly, it's the same case for Vic Mignogna. Vic Mignogna, someone who has a much better character, but a same, the same situation where he was falsely accused of being a pedophile, he should be absolved of the consequences of being accused of being a pedophile. And certainly, in Vic's case, the people who did accuse him should suffer at least the same consequences that he suffered for doing something he did not do. Now, in terms of that, and I would be surprised if this ended up happening, but I, I don't think there's any way that this is going to be a Vic Mignogna situation where, you know, Pro Jared starts up a GoFundMe, then he sues the crap out of some people that falsely accused him of being a pedophile. So I don't think that the criminals in this case will come to justice. Just for the fact that Pro Jared has muddied his character in the eyes of his fans with the exchange of news and with the exchange of adult content when he is a, basically a person who creates child uh, content for children. So we're not going to see that, but at the very least, this person does not deserve the label of a pedophile because he's not. I mean, as, as far as we've seen the evidence, he clearly asked everybody if they were over the age of 18 and would not engage in any relationships with minors. So not a behavior I really agree with, but not illegal. And he does not deserve the, the label of a pedophile. And he does not deserve to lose his entire YouTube career over this. In fact, it's absolutely uh, essential that he does not lose his YouTube career over this, because if Pro Jared loses his career over it, then other people will have the same thing happen to them. It'll just keep perpetuating. And I know a lot of that has already gone on, but here's a chance, at least with the internet, here's a chance where there's no gatekeepers like there are with Roseanne, or Tim Allen, or anybody else who's had their show unjustly canceled on network television. There's no gatekeepers like that on YouTube. So it's just the content creators themselves 
So if we apply some resistance where it's appropriate, these people can actually get their careers back, whereas on TV, the Hollywood cult, that would never, ever happen. So I think that's it's a little bit of resistance in this case is necessary to let people know that it is not at all acceptable to falsely accuse somebody of sexual assault, and it's not at all okay to falsely accuse someone of being a pedophile, and there should be some real consequences to that. Unfortunately, the people who falsely accuse Progeria of being a pedophile will probably get away with it. But at the very least, we can set the standard now, and we can set the standard now for evidence. And I think that's a notion that's getting a lot more popular, as I've seen a lot more people saying, let's wait till they hear both sides. And if that becomes the mainstream belief, which I think it's highly likely it will become the mainstream belief because of things like Brett Kavanaugh and Vic Mignogna, then all these people who are false accusers will really have no ground to stand on because they're, they're banking on the fact that you are not going to question their accusation. Because every time we do question their accusations, they fall apart like nothing. Like with Christine Blasey Ford, when they questioned the people who she said were at the party, none of them remember it happening. Even with the things like Vic Mignogna and Monica Real saying that there was a witness to Vic Mignogna raping her, the witness said it didn't happen. And so because these accusations are so clearly crumbling under any sort of criticism, if you put the fear in people's eyes that they will be criticized for their accusation, then they will stop making them. The whole thing with the Me Too era, where all these, these people have started to become very comfortable with making these claims, came from the fact that Me Too promoted the idea that you should be believed with no evidence. Well, it's time to say, with even the worst of us, that that is not acceptable behavior. If you're going to make an accusation like that, you have to actually provide evidence, otherwise your accusation is considered false. At the very least, in this situation with the with the accusers of Pro Jared, you know, maybe instead of sending your accusations to game grumps first, maybe you should send those to the police first, and a lot more people will believe you. But you're not going to do that because if you send those accusations to the police, they're actually going to investigate them, and they're going to find out that you're liars and you committed fraud. So let's just end this off with a life lesson here, and maybe we can learn something from these accusations. Certainly there is a MGTOW message in here, which is, you know, Pro Jared's probably not guilty of being a pedophile. But he is definitely guilty of being a moron. Any idiot could have seen this coming. So take the situation with Pro Jared as a warning to not do things that are obviously stupid. But anyway, that's enough talking for me. If you like this video, please hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. Comment and share. My BitChute link is in the description. If you have not subscribed to me on BitChute, go ahead and do that. If you'd like to support this channel, then you can donate to me either through PayPal or Subscribestar. Those links are also in the description. Otherwise, I will see you in the next video. Thanks for watching.